0: We continue on the theme of speech Again, it's not a perfect analogy of Hashem's relationship with this world but nevertheless it helps us understand um, some ideas of how He interacts with this world Now, remember by Hashem the word is never separated from Him unlike the human being that once I say a word it's out of my mouth But for the human being's perception, there is a separation between him and God. As we said yesterday, the tzimtzum is so intense. that the how, how much dilution has to happen in Hashem's energy in order for there to be a reality where God's not seen is incredible. But that's only our perception. But in his perception, it's absolutely um, connected and it's one, absolute one. Now another point of speech is that speech compared to thought is also a dilution. In other words, part of the analogy that we use Hashem communicating to us through speech is because speech itself, even for Hashem, is the idea of condensing because thought is infinite and speech by definition is limiting. And There's a big idea throughout Jewish mysticism of the contrast between the limitlessness of speech, of thought, and the limitedness of speech. For example, a person has a very creative idea. Think about it. Some geniuses had one big idea their whole life, and the rest of their life they were just trying to articulate their big idea. And the truth is, with all the articulations of their big idea it nevertheless never reached the depth of that idea the way it was in their mind when they originally had it. In other words, articulation forces you to break things down, but it's never that same intensity as the thought. So, for example, when Einstein thought of the idea of you know relativity, that brainstorming idea, that transformative idea, it was just one idea in his mind, but then he has to break it down and break it down and break it down. But the more you break it down, it's more understood, but it loses the absolute clarity and intensity of the original idea. And that's what speech does. Speech, by definition, is tzimtzum. It's where Hashem is being condensed within the light. And this creates an incredible paradox, that you're living in a world in which you and I can deny God's existence. Think about how much Hashem had to condense His light and narrow His energy in this world so that you and I can absolutely deny His existence. It's crazy. It's a, it's a maddening idea that Hashem could be so close and nevertheless we could feel Him to be so far. And He allows... Because it's not the world's not created in thought, which is incredible singular energy, but rather created in speech, it allows to many different creations. Each word creates different things. Some of the things that Hashem creates are things that he loves, like Torah, mitzvahs, positivity, the human being, etc. And some of the things are things he doesn't like, like uh, impurity and sin, etc. Now, that is what we call Elohim HaKerim, other gods. It's obviously created by God, but what we mean, Achairim, other, comes from this, a different word, achoraim, the back, from the side, the back. In other words, when Hashem is giving energy to these things, the the acherim, the other, the otherness, the back, it's like somebody throwing something behind them, totally disinterested. Hashem obviously creates evil so that we have free choice but he doesn't love it he gives it like very little attention he just does it because he needs it to be there so that we have free choice but the point of it all is that we should continue searching there's a great story about a great rabbi whose grandson was playing hiding and seek with his friend and eventually the son the, the grandson noticed that nobody was even looking for him he, he ran to his grandfather and says Grandpa, nobody was looking for me. I was hiding and no one was looking for me. And his grandfather, at that moment, got very emotional and said, that's exactly what God feels like. I've been hiding and nobody's looking for me. Because that's really what it is. All the impurity and everything else that's going on over there is simply that we should continue searching for God so when we say the world is created in speech it means that the world was created with a lot of different levels unlike it was created by had it been created by thought where it would be one singular level